Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. September 8th, 2016. Welcome to the Kitty Bella Show. Please go to the webpage at blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Kitty Bella Show and check out our upcoming episodes as well as our podcasted interviews that are on demand 24-7. The beauty in podcasts is that you don't need to spend time viewing a program. You can listen to the Kitty Bella Show while doing laundry, going for a walk, working out, getting out of your head while trying to study for exams, or driving with a hands-free device, of course. Please utilize social media during the show. If you like something you hear or if you want to make a comment about what's happening, please do so using the Kitty Bella Show hashtag. If via social media is not your cup of tea, please join us via telephonic instrument at 646-787-8567. All we ask is that you're in a quiet place and have your volume up. We will be taking questions tonight. You can listen to the show from the telephone as well as the live stream online. This is a groundbreaking show on Block Talk Radio. Welcome to our fourth quote-unquote season or installment of the Kitty Bella Show. The show was first started in January 2014 after I got tired of hearing the basic-ass interviews of my trans peeps in mainstream media. We will discuss all kinds of issues here, from the mundane to the serious, and, you know, try to go beyond the sensational shit and try to discuss the real issues that occur in trans folk lives. We will discuss all aspects of our guest lives. We are so much more than anybody's fucking genitalia. Sometimes our gender is strawberry cosmopolitan, and other times it's a cup of Hennessy. Other times it's Coco Loso. For many trans folk, being trans is sometimes just a small portion of their lives. Many of us struggle with the same day-to-day issues that many other people face on this planet, from figuring out how to pay rent on time to annoying-ass fucking coworkers and bosses to unfaithful partners and lovers. Oh, yeah. Our lives are a myriad of issues, and the Kitty Bella Show believes it's vital that we tell our stories as a way and such. Many of us have persevered despite some of that shit. Happiness within themselves through self-love, starting families, getting married if they want, plenty of loving sex if they want, and just being fucking free. Trans folk are everywhere. Black trans lives matter. Black trans lives are black lives. The fact is I'm not supposed to be here a black trans woman producing and hosting a radio program online. So for me, just being in this space is my way of acting out. I often find myself asking, how do we push the agenda forward, though? How do we continuously elevate a conversation while honoring our ancestors' rich history, our messiness, all the fuck of it? I would like to give a special thanks to artists again. I'm saying this again, Sydney Chase, for that amazing show opening. Here we go. 
did a phenomenal job with the intro, and I'm so happy to know such a brilliant artist. Please check out Sydney's work. She has a Facebook page, Sydney Chase, who just dropped a new video out. She's doing films. She's just an amazing chick. Also, please support her music. Go to soundcloud.com forward slash Sydney Chase forward slash. So what's the tea? Um, yes, FYI, I do see you, Jamal. You are all queued up, so don't worry, baby. I got you. We are going to introduce you in a few minutes. Um, what is the tea? Everyone's all up in an uproar, uproar because Matt Bomer is set to play a transgender sex worker in the upcoming film, Anything, co-starring John Carroll Lynch and directed by Timothy McNeil. I don't know who the fuck they are. Some white people, I guess. So for me, yes, this is so problematic in so many ways, blah, blah, blah. But is this shocking? No. Hollywood has shown us that they give no fucks about telling our narratives. In fact, they are incapable of it. Whenever anything is done in Hollywood, it is never done with intentionality. It is often done with profits and branding in mind. I would like to know if the same folks I often see on Twitter and social media, if they would just try and use some of that energy they put towards lambasting Hollywood and instead use it towards empowering and supporting trans black artists, directors, trans Latino artists and directors, especially those who are out here doing some amazing stuff. I often see people call out transphobia and racism, but yet these same folks never talk about the amazing work that's already being done by people without that exposure of mainstream media. I sometimes think we live in this call-out, quote-unquote, call-out culture, where it's popular to call out shit, but not so popular to put proxy into action. Case in point, I often get my most retweets and folks think I've said something witty or smart or engaging. But when I tweet about some new blog post I have written or a new podcast or a new book a trans black woman has written or a new song a trans woman of color has dropped, I get crickets. Let me repeat this again for y'all. Retweets don't pay the bills. And neither do smart or witty tweets. I need folks to really think about how they show up on social media platforms. For many folks, it's survival. Social media is the way they make a living. So if you can actually share someone's work, that can go a long way towards them paying their rent or et cetera. Okay, my rant is over. Speaking of which, please check out my new blog post on kittybellalive.com. I discuss setting boundaries with people because sometimes people can be full of bullshit. Moving on. I watched a video this morning and gagged. I'm curious if any of my listeners out there, please call in. When you guys call in, yes, the number is six. What the hell is that number? 646-787-8567. I gagged. Oh, my God. It's a video that was in an interview done by blogger Armand Wiggins. He has a page on Facebook, and he interviewed Keith Tasty Dupree. They were talking floods, cream pies, Tina, and I'm not talking Turner either. And they were talking HIV disclosure. I literally gagged the whole time. Like, I must say, Mr. Keith, though, kept it real. He lived in his truth, and you have to respect that. Live in your motherfucking truth. That was the key message I took from the video. If you love sex, that is your truth. If you like plunging, that is your truth. Why look for a top if you really like to top? If you like to be versed, be versed. Just live in that truth. My truth is I'm actually very boring as a person. <laughs> I have no qualm saying that. There is a side to me that likes to carry and dance and put on makeup and key. But the majority of the time, I'm truly happy at home, under my covers, away from people. That is my truth. I will never be the girl at the ball. I know. I'm lame. Hashtag boring bitch. Hashtag bills are paid. Speaking of living in your motherfucking truth, I would like to take this moment respectfully. Excuse my profanity, y'all. This is a serious moment. I would like to take this moment to acknowledge Lady Chablis, who transitioned today. Godspeed. Lady Chaplis, an actress and stage performer, was best known for her role in the 1994 bestseller, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. 
She also played herself in the movie adaptation directed by Clint Eastwood. She was a 59-year-old actress and was still performing in clubs up until a month ago. According to planetchablis.com website, Lady Chablis was known for such phrases such as, you ask, is she a drag queen? If you bitches pay me to be one, I am. Is she a female impersonator? If you need a label, just stick with bitch. Is she? Oh, shit. Land the plane and dock the boat. I am the Lady Chablis, and I put Savannah on the map and then took over the world. You love me, you crave me, and you love to hate me. Oh, my fucking God. Where's the bomb? Rest in peace, Lady C. Now let's move on to today's guest. According to Jamal's Twitter bio, Jamal is a black faggot who won't hush his, her mouth. A dream still dreaming. Producer, writer, artist Jamal will discuss their groundbreaking documentary titled No Fats, No Femmes. Jamal, gender nonconforming semi-artist of color from Brooklyn, is creating a revolutionary piece of work with their new documentary. Jamal has been a longtime Kitty Bella supporter and has always shown me so much love. It was a no-brainer for me to show space to someone who has poured into me. So happy for today's show and excited. We are going to get it popping tonight. Make sure you guys call in at 646-787-8567. Jamal is taking your phone calls. We are talking no facts, no femmes, queer disabled bodies, desire, trade, nails, anti-blackness. Let's talk about it all tonight. So without further ado, I bring to you Jamal T. Lewis, honey. Hi, Katrina. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Hi, baby. How What's are you? On? I'm there for you and these sound effects, girl. They are the ultimate carry. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good sound Live effect. Live your you know. that, That's your truth. Right. That's your truth. <laughs> right. Hashtag boring bitch. You know, that's what it is, boo. Oh, my a God. Board, how are you? Live for dramatic sound effects. Yes. Right. Hashtag dramatic sound effects. Right. How are you, though? It's I am. Tonight. How are you? I'm okay. I'm currently in transit um, from Brooklyn to Washington Heights in the car moving. Um, so that's me right now in motion, moving. It's been like the theme of my life for the past, past three months. It's like motion, transitioning, you know. Because, you know, transitions um, happen in many ways in our lives. Um, I think that's the beautiful, I guess, part about transness is that, like, we don't um, often, like, see transition um, limited to the body um, in that, you know, it happens all around us um, in various ways. Ashe, Ashe. So wait a minute. Hold up. You are doing this interview while you are in transition, moving from one place to the next. You better work for your commitment. Hashtag commitment to the movement. Yeah, you need a bomb. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Okay. I told you. Let I me get to my first question. You did, and I appreciate your dedication, and I appreciate you coming out for the people, because I think it's important that we have these conversations. We What's never up? know, you know, when supremacy is going to take any one of us, and so we need everything to be documented at every time, But which is why I love that you're That's here right. to discuss the work that you're doing. Right. That's so let me get to my first question. Okay. According to your blog at jamaltlewis.com, you recently Ooh. went on a retreat. Right. I, I do my research. Hashtag research. <laughs> you recently went on a retreat in Vermont. You shared how you came away with so much, exceeding your quote-unquote tepid expectations. Can you tell our audience what that experience was like in Vermont for you, a queer sure. black family? 
Sure. So yeah. uh, I was in Vermont for the um, Cop Kind uh, Filmmakers Retreat and um, on a on a farm um, in Guilford, Vermont, like very beautiful land. Um, um, and this is like an annual event that happens. Um, they have like a filmmakers retreat and also like a retreat for um, activists, journalists, and organizers. That's how I first heard heard, heard about it. And um, I didn't go to the one for activists, journalists, and writers, but I ended up seeing on the website that they had one for filmmakers, so I ended up going there. And uh, what that really provided me was like an escape from like the busyness and noisiness of New York City um, and gave me time, mm-hmm. gave me time to actually like hear myself um, and to really just like try to sit still because I'm not going to like lie like I was just still the whole time there and off my phone. But there were so many moments that right. I, you know, I, I, I did, I, I had had some moments of that. And, and the ones that I did have, um, they were, I think, incredibly refreshing um, and yeah, so I I literally didn't have to think about anything else while I was there but, like, relaxing and trying to invite fun and creativity back into my life and, and into my work practice um, and, and, and to think about the film. Um, you know, like, food was prepared for us, and it was so delicious. Shout out to Joanne, wherever you are in the world, and, and amazing journalist. Shout out and Joanne. Cook. Shout out to Joanne, who was, Incredible um, in preparing these meals, Joanne and Burns, um, who assisted Joanne in making the food. Uh, yeah, and it was just like really, 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 really like what <laughs> Joanne the scammer would probably tweet as, you know, living a Caucasian life. Because um, I don't think mm-hmm. it's every day that, you know, like black working class people get to have those kind of experiences where they can go, you know, to a, a, a artist retreat. Some of us probably never even know about them. I never knew about them for a very long time. I always wonder, you know, like like how do people, like, sustain their art practices, right? And and that, you know, these people, you know, they, you know, go to those kind of, you know, they find those kind of places. But, um what those places I think really represent is like kind of a, a quiet space, right? That people can go and like really just tune out from whatever it is that that is their norm, um, and and just really focus on on one thing for the week. So I showed I showed the intro to the film, which is circulating all around the internet, which is like like you know like made so much buzz for the film, um, and I showed it on the same night as. Um, Filmmaker um, Deborah Wilson, um, who's from the Bay Area, um, showed her her film uh, *Butch Mystique*, which is a film about um, uh, like um, like butch, like butches, and like um, like black lesbian women. Some who identified as dykes, um, some who today identify as like trans men. Um, but just really like focusing on like the kind of like trans or like what we can. Or what we consider today, like to be the kind of like trans masculine experience, um, mm-hmm. and it was an incredible film. Showed on the same night as her, and she also showed um, a new film that she's working on that, like, she's been trying to fundraise for and hasn't gotten funding for because um, it's 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 a really, um, I think to me it's a really great film. Um, and she beautifully um, like really deals like with the like subject of like mental health in the black community. Um, and so, like, yeah, if you're out there, like, please Google Deborah Wilson and, like, pour into the work that she's doing. Um, she's, like, trying to uh, do a follow-up on um, Butch Mystique, and she's also, like, trying to get, like, her, her film about, like, black like black people struggling, like, with mental illnesses and um, mental health, um, like, like, done and out into the world. I think when that film is out into the world, it's going to do beautiful things and challenge us in beautiful ways. So I showed on the same night as her, and I mentioned that because uh, it, it felt like a very unofficial black LGBT night, but I think to witness my work in uh, conversation with her really moved me, um, and um, I, mm-hmm. I felt really blessed. I felt really blessed to be there on the same night as her. And um, I, I just felt on purpose, right? I was like, damn, like, I, I'm not right. sure if this is if, 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 if this is the life that I imagine as a 16-year-old, like, struggling to, like, find a way in the world. But, damn it, I'm grateful for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Absolutely. it was just so – it was just really good. Like, I, I don't know, I often, like, 
retreat into my phone, um, like, like whether I'm scrolling through social media sites or whether I'm in my notes, you know, like, like you know, musing or just, like, writing things down, like, if I'm uncomfortable. But there were, like, a lot of times where I I would only get in my phone because, like, I, like, am ADHD boots and, like, self-diagnosed down to the ground ground, um, down down mm. to the ground. Uh, because, mm. like, I, I just, like, yeah, I just, I'm so used to multitasking so much, and, like, multitasking as a way to, like, keep myself attentive. Um, and sometimes it just comes off as rude, but it's, it's really not me just being rude. It's me really trying to, like, stay awake. Because in addition, in addition to, like, you know, ADHD, I'm also narcoleptic down, girl, so, you know, which means, like, you know, those, like, <laughs> those neural signals, I think a bitch is sleepy, you know, and, and she ain't always sleepy. Sometimes, you know, she'll think a bitch tired, she ain't always tired, but, you know, we find ways right. to deal with these things. And I found ways to deal with them, I like, should. Like all without kind of like engaging like the like, um like like medicine or like, um you know hospitals and and the medical industrial complex and all those good things. But yeah, there were times where I was in my phone and times like where like I really had like beautiful conversations, um like with like these seasoned filmmakers like who I didn't I didn't I didn't feel insecure standing next to. Like I, mm. I, 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 I didn't feel insecure at all like spending next to them, and um, I like I, I, I saw my work as unique, um, and 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 I was reminded, you know, seeing my work next to this, how important it is for it to be out in the world. So that was that. I also had some moments where you know, okay. I got to I got to enjoy being in the jacuzzi, in the jacuzzi, swimming, swimming in my. Like man-made ponds and screaming, screaming rivers and taking showers outside and like you know sleeping in like a cabin, you know all those little you know nice little things out right. out, out, <laughs> out in the rural greens and things. I left really refreshed and honestly. um like, really ready to kind of, like, move forward and really recommit myself to, like, finishing the film. Um, and and a really big highlight was I've been seeing um, this new film called The Peacemaker. And I wrote about this okay. in, in my reflection because it was a really big, important part for me in my reflection in that I I mentioned that film, because one, because that film – was workshops at, at the filmmakers retreat. So it was nice to see like someone who had, you know, like workshop their film at them where they are today. So like for the film and like really, 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 really great praise for the film but um um guy named um uh what was his name? Porridge O'Malley, and he's, like, this Irish, like, internationally acclaimed, like, peacemaker, right, in that he travels mm-hmm. abroad and, like, work with countries in conflict, um, and he helps them resolve it um, through, like, helping them find ways to uh, talk to each other, but to also negotiate, like, things with money, um, which everybody don't have to solve conflict, but I, what I pulled from it was that... Um, I didn't really want my life to, I think, appear in the ways that his did. So he was very gifted and skilled at um, producing resolution for these countries, but he couldn't quite, um, I think, produce that same kind of resolution for his own life. Um, and, and, and the things that, like, he was, I think, dealing with, like, as a human being, right, away from his gifts and his vision and his talent. Um, and, um, that was, that really hit me, um, really hard, and I felt very convicted watching it, and I was just like, damn, like, this is not what I want for myself, like, to be skilled and, 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 and very great at producing, like, um, like, groundbreaking, quote-unquote groundbreaking thought that, like, helps others, you know, imagine, like, you know, like, better world, or, like, solutions to conflict right. without being able to, you know, like, solve the shit that's happening in my personal life. You know what I'm saying? So, right. um, it, right. it really, I've always been a person, okay. I think people praise me for it today, it, it's work that 
kind of started with self work, right? I am I am that girl. Right. I I've, I've been that girl for as many years, right? And that I I I I in 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 I think you know have been engaged in movement work on on many levels um, throughout various like social movements, uh, but um, I've always been one who you know who never quite had my foot in any place. Um, and that that goes back to high school, you know, never really had my foot in one just one social group. Um, I I'm just I'm I'm not one. I I I start a lot of projects, you know, and try to work on them all at the same time. I'm, you know, I'm 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 very open to all. <laughs> well, right, right. Wife, I get you, know, you boo. Oh, I get you, boo. To, open to all with a twist. Sis. Open to all with a twist. Right, right, there's a, right, there's right. A twist. Well, let me um, let me um, ask you another question. Um, okay. according to the No Fats No Femmes Facebook page. Yes, according to. Nope. <laughs> yes, No Fats. <laughs> right, as you know, they like to say, you know, people don't like to say, you know. People know black people know what they're talking about, so I like to make sure we get clear where I get my information from. No facts, no femmes interrogates and explores explores desire, the politics of desirability, and the ways in which they are informed and shaped by media, pop culture, and capitalism through interviews, archival research, and performance. The film engages the phrase "no facts, no femmes." popularly used on queer social networking dating sites through the personal narratives of five black and brown queer, trans, fat, semi, and disabled people. Jamal, we often see in the LGBT right, Jamal, we often see in the LGBT community, and we have for decades now, that this archaic stereotype of masculine, able-bodied man with a gym tone body as the model quote-unquote look and aesthetic um, for gay people. But I also feel like in, in the, you know, trans community and, you know, sort of the the drag and gender nonconforming sort of sections that has carried over. If you don't fit a certain look or have certain surgeries, the girls judge you and shade you. Sometimes you appear less desirable to trade or men. As someone who identifies as gender nonconforming, someone who doesn't identify with either gender prototype as singular, as yourself, how has being your luscious self shaped how you are desired <laughs> and seen in the media and pop culture? Oh, all right. Right. It's a mouthful. All right, all right Miss Mama. Yes. Yes. How are you desired and seen in media? Right. That's a, it's a big one. Am I seeing the media? Oh. I don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that fucking sound effect, Mama. Sound effect. Oh. I got some sound effects. I got some sound effects. I got some sound effects, too. <laughs> you you no, raised uh, a very interesting question, are we? Yeah. I mean, I... Right. I just, mm, where do I start with this, with answering this question? Girl, this traffic How about, is moving on this highway. Yes, ma'am. Um, which highway are you on? I don't know, New York, but whichever one that gets you to the heights. Um, maybe the West Side Highway, girl, I, I can't even tell you. The West Side one. Highway. I don't, I don't yeah, on the West Side Highway. No, that's what you want. That's what okay. you want. I can't. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know how to drive. I'm just, I'm, I'm just riding. So um, you know, I'm from New York, so I know. Um, so yeah. How, so why don't you how, so start? How, how am I in the media? Um, or you I can talk about documentary will change some. Hopefully, you know some of that. Or you know maybe it won't. Maybe so, um, so I, it will provide a narrative. I think that people, you know, I don't know, there's this really weird thing that kind of happens with, like, people, you know, kind of like, you know, challenging um, um, challenging themselves, how they've known things in the world, you know, like from, you know, witnessing the kind of cultural reduction produced by queer and trans folks. And sometimes to me it just feels a little performative, but, like, I, I, I can't decide that for people mm. all the time. That's just often my, my right. feels around it. But um, I, I, I think 
tackles our desire, you know, in 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 media and and in 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 private spaces. Often, like what happens in media is often like bodies that are, you know, like not like it's 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 like bodies that kind of fall within like what you know I would probably see on the meme like oh uh, like 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 this is thick like and that is fat right so like like kind of like a a a a body that like um I guess like doesn't really disrupt like notions of like what is considered beautiful right and it's a body that's like you know thick and curvy and like has like it still has like an hourglass shape, right? It is like, like it's 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 one of those bodies that like folks, you know, like feel like, oh, I'm not really dating a fat person. I'm just dating like you know, like someone with shape, right? Or or like a thick right. shorty. Um. So yeah, I think this is. Uh, I'm gonna have to think about that one, and I'm gonna have to give that one. A, I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that more because like, you know, I, I know that we are desired. I mean, like me, like I um. I'm on social media often. Um, I use it as a way to journal and just like document where I am in my thinking and in my doing um, and and in my performing life. Because um, life often feels like a performance for us. Because like you know, the only way that like queer and trans folks, particularly trans women folks, are kind of respected is when we're performing for people, right? And like when we are like putting on a show, like whether that is right. like like you know like like folks always expecting us. So, like, you know, have an opinion about a thing. So, you know, like, know a lot of things to give them, like, a trans one-on-one history, et cetera, et cetera. Or, you know, like, in, in how we have found, like, our own survival, right, in, in traveling across the world and sharing our work on various stages, be it universities <laughs> or community centers, honey, or bathhouses or, or you know, <laughs> popular, right. cruising, popular cruising spots, darling, you know, at a ball. Right. You know. <laughs> um, but I think for me, often I am I am desiring just walking down the street. Um, you know, and anybody who like knows me personally, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you the key of because I know we can key about these things, and I, and and they're understood, right? And I I won't have to tell you like 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 a story about an experience, and like you're like, huh? I don't get that. But you know, like I'm desiring the street often. You know, like men are very bold in New York, right? And they don't they don't have a problem like. Sometimes, sometimes they don't have a problem communicating right. their desires, but it often happens in a very coded way. Um, or and and sometimes that coded way is like very like nonverbal, and sometimes it's homophobia or transphobia. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, that's that. Is there anything else right. that you want me to like say that? Possibly no, no. Way I think you. Mm-hmm. No, you answered that okay. perfectly. Um, okay. And it brings me to my next question. In a video compilation of your new documentary, someone spoke about how the term "no fats, no femmes" in terms of the gay community is an illusion. I found that quite interesting, Jamal. Oh, did, did, did he me, wake that up? Right, and it and it goes back to what you sort of was just saying in response to my my previous question. And my question to you now is, like, is it all a facade in your eyes, Jamal? Is it an illusion? Are we all just femmy, fat, luscious cunts inside, all of us, every single one of them, even the trade, waiting to be released from our heteronormative, desirable shackles? What is the key? Honestly, so I, I was, I said so crazy because I was trying, I was kind of like, reflecting on this this morning, right, how we often, you know, how we often, uh, like, find ourselves, like, you know, like, feeling, like, 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 feeling, like, this kind of, like, inconsistency, right, this kind of cognitive dissonance, right, and I was talking about, like, how, like, I have encountered a lot of men, like, who will, um, like, desire me, um, in, in, in a very public, that way, right? So, like, not, not so, like, um, like, like. Speak about it. Uh, yeah, I, cause, like, you know, public and private often feels like a binary that I kind of want to break away from. But it's just like often private, but it's kind of like a public private way sometimes, right? Because sometimes they're bold as fuck. Right. Um. So, but like, mm-hmm. but like, 
Hey, Shorty, they will, like, desire me. <laughs> hey, Shorty, come in. But also kind of, like, maintain this kind of, like, no facts, no films, like, politics, like, publicly. And this is the thing that I've experienced with all men, gay, straight, you know. I ain't gay, though. <laughs> men who disidentify <laughs> with, you know, like, with gayness, right? Um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's just this really, like, strange, like, duality or this, like, cognitive dissonance that really happens, like, where, um, like, on one hand, like, they desire you, but, um, like, can't desire you, like, in the ways that, they that, that like, they might want to because they are, one, afraid of what it will mean to, I think, like, embrace what they have been told not to, um, and, two, because they feel like they will be shamed for it. Um, so when he said that it was an illusion in the video, I it's right because off culture is just, like, it's really, it's so fascinating, like, what people – would do or or what I have done, you know, you know, like to gain a nut, right, or to gain pleasure. But it's not, it's not really just what people like. This is about my life as well, um, you know. And I'm I'm in it as subject at times. I'm I don't really want to be, um, but like, like uh, every time that I've shown the film, like people ask, they're like, we want more of you in the film, more of you in the film. And I'm really trying to find a way to make that work without being on the film as much. But anyway, I was saying that like, right. you know, is. It's 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 amazing um, the length at um, at which we go like to you know gain pleasure love. Is your mom you there? Oh, there you go, baby. You going in and out? Jamal, babe, you there? My fucking and 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 in my pleasure making, I have learned that like people want to be loved, um, and people want to I think live like lives, um, engaging pleasures that you know like they, you know like, you know wouldn't be shamed for. Like I remember talking to this one dude, and it's so crazy like how this it this will read crazy as hell and, and excuse my language, but he was just like Go you know like in 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 in. In his like ideal world, right? Like, like, what does it mean if I think engaged, like, like, like folks in like what their desires are, right? A, a way, you know, like, 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 what, what kind of world do you want to live in? And one thing he said to me, as crazy as hell as it sounds, he was like, you know, I want to like, you know, like, you know, build a life, like, live in a house, and like, you know, like, like where it's just like, um, like, you know, like me. Like, my tranny and my bitch. Like, where my tranny loves my bitch and my bitch loves my tranny. And quietly, I was gagging. <laughs> and I, I think really keys. Like, like when he was telling me that, I laughed because, you know, I'm goofy. Right. And, like, it's like, <laughs> 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 and I was just like, okay, like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I can't give you that. But, like, you know, you should be able to have that, <laughs> you know. Um, and you like, I, I guess, like, where y'all are able to, like, you know, like, build a, build a life together, right? Like, like where y'all all love each other and, and, and y'all are, like, you know, like, subverting traditional norms of relationship, right? And, like, you know, expanding the right. possibility of what could be. You know, um, you could work on that language, you know, right? Right. I guess like have power over like 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 women and um and and and, and the people that you are like I guess like in relationship with but you know I like I I just I was just really wondering like from that moment like what would it mean like if we like really um like in, invested in like uh like talking about like like our desires like in ways like that um is invested in like like possibility and, like, otherwise futures, like, for people, right, and and not shame them and judge them, like, for those things, however wicked or however, like, you know, like, you know, yeah, however, like, problematic I get or, what you're I saying. Guess, like, you know, or, or, or not right. messy or in, in our eyes. Quote, unquote, messy it could be seen. Right. So with that said, I would like for you to share with our viewers and listeners, what are your desires, Jamal? What are some of your desires? Um, 
Can we talk about that? Like, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Right. So, how about we do this? I'm, I'm, Can we I'm talk about? I'm only kidding, girl. How dare I sit here and, and say that? You know, we should invest in like helping people talk about their desires, not sit here and pay it. Um, I don't know. I right. so I, I was talk I was I was talking about that. Some of my desires, I think, for life for now is I want to go to London, you know, and mm. <clears throat> I want to go to South Africa and Paris. London is London or South Africa because one of my doc subjects live in South Africa and will be moving to London soon, probably in, okay. the, in the next week or so. Um, so I haven't been able to make it to South Africa to film them. It would have been so amazing to have that kind of footage, but I'm still gonna go to South Africa and get footage. Uh, there are some amazing folks like doing work. I'm in the I'm in the university over there. I, I'm not sure if it's I, I think it's it's the University of Cape Town, but there's a trans collective out there doing amazing fucking work. Shout out to my sisters over there raising fucking hell with the trans collective. Yeah. Um shout out to the girls. Um and you know, I I wanna go there and like you know, spend time with them and Kiki, get them on film and talk about desire and like, you know, how I think like this kinda of like an effect of film policy kinda of like, you know, impacts their lives beyond, you know, sex and bedroom. Um and so it, it, I I wanna get one of the subjects there, but you know, I should be able to get them. But London will also be a beautiful place to film. And it's so crazy because like, um I've been like Trying to manifest this, and somebody also told me recently who don't even know me that they see me in London. So it, it was it was like a really weird like it wasn't a weird reading, but it it just felt on time. And there's also this really like fine mm-hmm. dude like you know who's been like you know you know like really oh, making me smile, you know making me smile. Bang. Like, even up in the DMs or whatever. You know? Damn. It'd be nice to see him too. <laughs> Ashe, you know? Ashe. I like that. That's, I like, I like that, that. That right, right. Like the desirability um, can be so many things, oh, and yeah, for sure. especially for those who are disabled, we don't ever discuss their desires. Because um, you know, like disabled queers need sex and love too, right? Yeah, for sure. We all, we all do. But especially, right. like, you know, like folks whose body are, are often, um, like, rendered, like, I guess, um, incapable of, uh, or, or not even incapable, but, um, you know, like, like folks who, who, who think in the same way, you know, that they might, you know, like, um, not consider a fast I'm the person worthy of, like, desire and love and affection. Same thing kind of happens with, like, a disabled person, and, and that's why I'm so excited to, like, have, like, you know, Eddie, you know, Dapu in my film, right, who has written, like, extensively around, like, love and desire um, and, and just, like, 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 like life as, you know, um, as, like, a disabled person out here, like, really, like, doing, like, like really pushing, 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 like, the boundaries and limitations of space and time. Um, and, like, really, like, like pushing us to, like, I think really engage our futures in different ways. Um, and Betty is badass. They're they're on their way to Oxford University in London, which you know I am so happy for them. They have a campaign going called um, Eddie Oxford. Oh, Eddie Oxford educated, right? So Eddie, you know, educated, okay. you know. So Eddie is like one of the first disabled students attending the university. Eddie is badass. Work, yes. And Jamal? Oh, we lost Jamal. Oh, Jamal, I'm sure we'll call back. We were getting into some really good topics. Oh, my, this would have been a perfect time to take a phone caller, but it seems like we lost one of our phone calls, too, here. Oh, my. Let's play a little theme song in the meanwhile. Show. We're here to let you know. Yeah. It's the Kitty 
we're back on the Kitty Bella Show. We uh, were talking with Jamal Lewis. Unfortunately, Jamal's call dropped, and so uh, we lost our phone call here. But they're back on the line. Yes. Hi. You're back phone, with us. Hey. My phone call failed. I can't. I was talking about Eddie before my phone failed. But yeah, I was just here saying that you know Eddie yeah. is amazing. But yeah, Eddie like will like touch on that in the film, right? And I'm happy to have that perspective because it, it really, I think, like broadens the conversation, right? And it, it shows like how this kind of like I think thought or ideology like really like how it's it's just so deeply embedded like in in our thinking, right? Because of how conditioned or, or how our desires are often conditioned by the media that we consume. So, like, you know, I I know I say fancy words, like, you know, like as informed by media, pop culture, but, like, what I'm really investigating is just how, like, media as a reproductive technology, and what I mean by that is, like, a thing that kind of reproduces itself over and over again, right? You know, how you see something on the TV and you want to model yourself after that, you know, that's often how, how people model their desires, right? Not they like you know they like model it like like from like that kind of space, which oftentimes feels like a space of lack, right? Because it's, it's only one kind of model, you know. Uh, so like, uh, yeah, I mean, I mess up something because Eddie to like like help us like move through and and like work so many other people. I'm dropping Eddie because it was fun. Yes, shout out to Eddie. Abstract person. Yes, for bringing in hashtag. Yes, bring up disabled queer lives. They um they are. Uh, mattering and they do they do have value so I'm glad that you brought up Eddie yes shout out to Eddie shout out to Eddie um yeah Jamal you attended Morehouse College in Atlanta for your undergrad Uh uh-huh um you attended Morehouse in your undergrad can you just please Uh, tell our audience briefly sure and um what ways that experience shaped you today as a person and as an artist? Um, yeah, so I, my time at Morehouse was a really interesting one. Um, I, I know a lot of people think that I often just criticize it too often, but, like, I am really grateful um, that I, you know, went to the school when I did because I found some of my, like, lifelong friends friends who I, I, I think who like, really helped me, like, believe in myself and believe in the kind of work that I wanted to produce in the world. And and a lot of that started on campus at Morehouse. So a lot of the work that I did on Morehouse kind of laid the groundwork for what I'm doing today. Um, so, yeah, like, um, I, I was there, like, oh, my God. Um, I, I'm kind of on a time crunch, so we may not be able to, like, go too far. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here managing a, a phone interview. No, again. no worries. Sorry, baby. <laughs> um, I am too much. <laughs> um, the multitasker. Yeah, <laughs> right. I told you already. Um, so, yeah, so um, school was just, I think, really, like, formative to, like, who I am today because, like, I think in, in, in struggle, um, I think I've, I I found out, like, who I really am. Um, and, yeah, like, I uh, – much of, of of the kind of like I guess knowledge knowledge production that I am I put it out into the world today, it was things that I I I I learned from just quietly observing stuff on campus. Um, I think that school has like a, you know it, as a focus group like it's really interesting. Right. Um, <laughs> and oh so, Lord. <laughs> no, yeah, it was like you know I. It wasn't, like, the, like, best space for me, but I had some really fucking great experiences. Um, like, the experiences that I'll never forget, and that's, like, traveling with the Glee Club, you know, like, trying to make space on campus for the girls, you know, affirming spaces, you know, like, doing political organizing work, queer political organizing right. work. Um, you know, like, working with the school newspaper, <laughs> you know, often being heralded heralded as the messy girls, we we didn't always want that. We were just kind of produce, you know, award-winning work, which is what we did. We won several awards. Right. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> people could still call us messy for it, but, you know, we produce groundbreaking work. Um, and they often called us, called us messy because, like, we produce work around, like, gender and sexuality. Um, yeah, the, I don't know if I answered the question because my mind is all over the place. You did. Okay, 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 okay. You did. Um, Uh Speaking of which, 
you talk about how gender is it shows up in so many ways. So if you had to describe what does your gender look like today? Is it hashtag okay. all over the place? <laughs> it, it, it very much hashtag is hashtag all over the place. Right. It, what does your gender look like today? Is it okay. all over the place? Okay, it's very much that. Right. What is your gender giving? Hashtag all over the place. <laughs> oh my all over the place. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 down further. It's given all over the place. Mm. Is that now most days on other days what does your gender give? It var it I'm sure it varies like for most of all of us. Jamal? We lost you again? Jamal? Jamal, you lost Jamal again. You're still there, I see. Where you go, Jamal? Jamal, call back if you can. I'm going to end the call. Oh, we lost Jamal again. Jamal again is um, moving. And uh, shout out to Jamal. Jamal uh, still decided to do this interview um, but they were in transit while they're doing this, and so just please bear with us while we're having this uh, heat uh, break in communication here. Um, I have a few more questions, and then I was going to end the show. I had actually one more question, maybe two. <laughs> you know me, but let's see if Jamal calls back in so we can put a proper closure on today's podcast. What is everyone doing tonight? No one is calling. Oh, there goes Jamal again. Hey, boo. I'm back. Sorry. Don't worry. It's okay. Don't worry. I only have like two more questions and we're almost done here. Um, Okay. Yes, please. I wanted to know. Has any callers called in? Um, I, there was one, but then they hung up. I, I was girl, actually trying to take I'm, some phone calls. I'm girl, like, it's, it's too long. I'm like, where everybody tonight? What's going on? Is it how to get girls, away with murder tonight? Is it scandal? I'm like, what's going the, on? The girls are bored by us. They are bored by us. They are not <laughs> featuring it for us. They like they y'all are, are giving very the, much. They are not seeing it for the fat, boring girls unless we are kiki in. I know. I don't know what's up with that. But anyway, we're still going to do us. Um, yes, we are. What is what is black joy for you, Jamal? Ooh, what makes you yes. smile on most days? Yes. What makes me smile? Um, That's a great question. I'm so happy you asked that. Thank you. Um, you know, joy and desire, you know, often, they often work simultaneously. With each, with each other. Um, but when Black Joy to me is thank you so much. Have a great rest of the evening. Black Joy to me is it's many things, right? It, it is um, it is, you know, a a I think culmination of, of, of many things. But I, I it it can't be contained. It, it can't be contained. It is. It is. It is ever growing, um, and it is you know, voguing down in my house right. like a sissy girl. It is my right. meal with the girls. Right. It is. It is a blunt after a long day. <laughs> oh. It is. Oh. Okay. Did you call in for that? Right. I need a bond for that. It is sex, you know. Mm. Mm. It is all of that, sis. It is all of that. Yeah. yeah I, I, I could go on and on and on and on and on about it. But, um. Please oh, do. No. Really? <laughs> no, I know you guys are not going on right now. I know. No, no. I know. It's okay. Y'all can go ahead. I'll catch you next one. It's okay. 
Girl, You're about I, to go up in the elevator? Yeah, girl, yeah. So let me tell you how anti-black so we're gonna get work. So we're going to cut off again? <laughs> no, we won't cut off. I couldn't go oh. to the elevator because, you know, like, I'm entering the building. At, like, you know, same time as people are entering the building. And um, they see me, like, trying to grab all of this shit. And, and instead of, like, you know, like, holding the elevator as they see me, like, walking towards they let it close. I'm just like, okay. I can't. People are so fucking rude, right? I can't. I can't. I deal with that all the time. Sometimes it's just them afraid to uh, share share close space with black people. That'd be the goal. Race is rude. Rude racist. But the gag is. Talk about it. People be afraid of black people. They do. Absolutely, all the time, all day, every day, and we have to continue to push through. Right, push through, push the fuck through, because at the end of the day, you're gonna be afraid. But I still gotta walk, bitch. So move out the fucking way, like Ludacris say. <laughs> um. So as we both know, Boo, I follow you on all your social media pages, as okay. I most folks I love. As most folks I love. But one of the things you show off on most of your networks are those iconic, legendary nails of yours. <laughs> Please tell our audience, right, who does your nails, what is your favorite style of color, and what do your nails mean to you? What do they represent? Yes. So um, I, I get my nails from Brooklyn. <laughs> They be hella anti-black We're in Brooklyn. I used to get my nails done in Brooklyn too. Yes. Uh, so on Fulton Avenue. <laughs> my favorite. My princess. favorite color. I don't, I don't know, know if I have a favorite color. I don't know if I have a favorite color as I do a favorite shape. You like the pointy shape. Right. I I love. I love, love, love the X cat ball. I guess you can. I guess it's called yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I love these cat claw. Thank you. I I love the cat claw, and I, I love you know designs when I can afford them. Um, but yeah, I just I, I I really like that shape. Honestly, truly, I love that shape because. I think to me that kind of represents an extension of my fingers. I have very fat fingers, and and the nails often um, kind of extend them, and and they and they often feel like, you know, like I'm ready. Not that I'm always like, like and I'm, I need to fight with them, but I just I feel I feel like a warrior. Mm-hmm. Very, very cat-like. Feline. Huh? Right. Mhm. And what are you? And what are you scratching? Is uh-huh. this to protect and claw your way? Is are these nails to protect and claw away out of the white supremacy? <laughs> Very much that, in a way. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yes. And shout that. out to the people yeah. on Twitter. Because we may not be having lots of callers tonight, but we got people listening, and they are loving our conversation. I just wanted to let you know that. I've been getting feedback. Okay. Um, Right. I guess everyone's too busy to call tonight. It's okay. It happens. But, um, yes, I love the nails. I really feel like I always felt like they represented something deeper than just Putting on nails, I mean, like it was like the real, the real truth is that I bite my nails a lot. Um, I'm a nervous wreck. Oh author. my god, you're like me. And, and I, I bite my nails. So <laughs> when I first started adding, <laughs> as soon as I first started adding on, adding on nails, it was really about like trying to prevent myself from, from biting my nails. Biting your whole and hand so, off. 
right. and, and to allow them to grow. But what I realized in doing that, the acrylic breaks themselves down. So it was kind of like defeating the purpose. Um, right. So, yeah. Do you have any other questions? Um, I don't. You're, um, I'm sure that you're ready to wrap it up, though. I know you have a lot to get to. Are you ready to wrap it up? Or I'm not sure <laughs> where, you, where you were going, Jamal. No, yeah, I was. I, I think. Oh I was no, I didn't know that you were saying nails. like your your. Oh, oh, as far as the nails, no, 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 that was that was it. I just wanted to 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 kiki about the nails and and ask about that. That was it. Um, is there anything else you would like to share? Is the question or talk about? or touch on in regards to the documentary. Um, please let us know what is going on with it right now. What can we expect? And anything else that you want to talk about or share? Um, the floor is open to you. So I am in pre-production for the documentary, um, which is often long. I think I, I try to rush it um, based on the pressure so I can have a thing out in the world. Um, but, you know, filming is happening. Um, interviews are constantly happening. Um, and, yeah, I guess that's all I can say. I don't want to say too much at all. I like, promise, like, too much that I can't keep. Right, right. Where can folks go to support the work? Uh, www.nofatsofans, and that's N-O-F-A-T-S. N-O-S-E-N-E-S dot com. Ashe, is there anything else you would like to share? No, I want some questions. What you said? I don't think I have anything else to say, y'all. I can answer some questions. Oh, okay. Right. I think that you have slayed all the questions I have, and um, there's really nothing else for me to say except to say that I look forward to this documentary, and I'm so proud of you and so happy for this joy of work you're creating and look forward to taking part in viewing it. Thank you, Christina. Ashe, thank you so much for coming on. I know that this is a hectic time for you, um, and I appreciate the fact that you took time out to talk to us today. Um, if folks want to pour into you, if they want to follow you, where can they find you? Everything is that F-A-T-F-E-W-M-E. Yes, work. All right, Jamal, it was so good talking to you. I will talk to you later, baby. Lots of love. Get settled in, get relaxed. Love you too, baby. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. Please like our Facebook page, share our page, and please send me your questions and comments. Please check out our over 35 podcasts and shows on demand. Please feel free to keep our show afloat by pouring a small or large resource into the PayPal at kittyjoy2011 at gmail.com or check out the website at kittybellalive.com. In two weeks, we'll be welcoming writer, comedian, Red Durkin, to discuss their life as a comedian who happens to be trans. We will chat about Red's experiences navigating spaces not normally dominated by trans women. We'll also spill some tea and kiki. In the meanwhile, carve out time for yourself. Practice self-care. Unplug if you must. And pay it forward. Always. Lots of love.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.